My name is Brian Pillman Jr. and you are watching The Four Corners. You just ran the left! Yeah. It was my life, my time, my rights, my rhymes, my rhyme, my struggle, hustle, sweat, and my blood too. Holy crap. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's That's crazy. Oh, man. We're both feeling good. Mike is here with me, and I'm here. I'm here. I think so. Bert's Are you here? He still wrote us off, but he'll be back uh, very soon, though. It's a crazy holiday week here on Four Corners of Review. Yes. But, you know, as the new year rolls around, we're going to back to regular schedule programming. We talked about this multiple times, but again, Mike, like we said, we probably should tell people again and again because, you know, sometimes people don't listen. I'm guilty of it as well. But, hey, we're here. Mike, how are you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling good. It's uh, cold here in the state of New York. Yeah. But is. besides that, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's damn near Christmas. Yeah. It's almost 2024. It's weird. It's really weird. Crazy yeah. thing we were a year ago, two years ago. Hell, we even started doing the show. Look at this. Look how much much improvements. And look at that. And if you come back here and see him punks wrestling, he's friends of Triple A. Yeah. <laughs> Edge, well, Adam Copeland is rest. I mean, listen, Mike, if you if you went back to our first, I keep saying this, go back to our first mm-hmm. show we did, even the episodes we did on Slick Back when you were on with me a while back and we talked yeah, yeah. about a bit of wrestling. It's just like way different now. I gotta go back and listen to it. It's like even the first episode here, like totally different. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'll go back to old episodes sometimes and I'll be like, oh wow. Yeah. Like, like oh, like. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Remember all the talk of how big of a star Velveteen Dream was gonna be? I was you remember I was I remember I you kind of were, but I was the one that was like Mike, this is like yeah. this is like the guy. Oh my god. Have and you well, seen those TikToks by the way of like like the the new trend is like old pictures? He thinks this, he knows this. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Yeah, I've seen, seen the wrestling ones. I haven't seen the wrestling. I've seen the ones with the Knicks. Sad, uh, yeah. like like uh, Carmelo's. Like he thinks he's gonna be here a long time, and Phil Jackson, he's gonna trade him very soon. And I'm like, oh my god! Like I've yeah. seen all ones. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the wrestling ones. You gotta send me a wrestling one because I, I I'll, get- I'll try to find. Uh, I think I liked it, so I could probably find it. But yeah. there's one with Velveteen Dream. It's Velveteen Dream, and right after he wins the North American title, and That's Triple true. H doing the whole pointing thing. Oh my god! He think. Triple H, he thinks he's found the next megastar. Um, I think it's Velveteen Dream says like he's going to throw it all away. He really did. Like looking back on it, and at the time I was like, ah, but now I'm like, like now it's all settled. And you're like, yeah, like he really did. Yeah. I've seen a lot of baseball ones too. A lot. Yeah, yeah. I think it started with baseball. I think those type of trends, right? Yeah. I just it, whenever I come across them, I I look through the whole thing, and I'm just every picture is like, oh damn. The wrestling. Like, one oh was- yeah. The wrestling one will probably get to. I seen the Mets one. It just made me really angry. So, but it's it's okay. You know, <laughs> hey, Michael, remember the guy I told you about to keep an eye on, Ronnie? Mauricio? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good time, isn't it? <laughs> Do you think he'll come back this season? <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's any shot that'll come back? Mm, and Mike, last, week, I said, last week in September, I said he was going to be a star. I said this guy's going to be like our guy. He uh, still could be technically. He's only twenty one. Yeah. We'll get Yamamoto though. It's fine. Please. Yamamoto, please. No, please. I've won. No, yes. You think so? 
You think it'll be a match? They, uh, by all accounts, they have completely turned their attention to him. <sighs> him and Sango? Now that Soto, now that Soto. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I knew he wasn't going to be a Met. Now, so will he be a Yankee long term? Listen, Mike, for your sake, Let's I hope. Find out. Just, just for you, just for you, Thanks, one of the man. oldest few Yankees fans that I like, Mike. So, you know, you're not honor, by the way, it's like you and well, that's it. So, congratulations, <laughs> and my cousins Thanks. too. We'll, we'll put them in. We'll throw them in that pool too. Smart cousins. It's Mark. Uh, well, half of them are the other half are Mets fans, but it's fine. That's okay. Whatever. We'll be back. Tonight's menu from Christopher Casey's barbecue chicken sandwich with squash. Excellent. That's the best one. That is the best one, I would say, in recent memory. I would say. Uh, mm, I don't know. His pasta, if ever, his pasta one was pretty good. Uh, you got me. You got half of me, Christopher. I'll, I, will, I will mess up some barbecue chicken sandwiches, but you can have the squash. Butternut squash soup is hits, by the way. To my I, mouth can't, I can't do anything squash in it. I can't. Uh-huh. Just, just gonna squash it. I'm just gonna squash that. Just like CM Punk and Triple H squash their beef, we're gonna squash it. Nailed it. Brian Cerner says good evening. Brian, he always dude always shows up. Always dude, shows up. all it's been a long time since we did that. I know. Shout out to Brian. We gotta get him back on the show, by the way, too. Definitely. Definitely. By the way, hold on, Brian. By the way. I know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. He's the long-term Tommy, option, is he? Tommy Cutlets. He's the long-term option. They look good in those throwbacks, by the way. They look really All the good. dark blue ones, like well, the 80s well, and 90s. All well, and the white ones are good, too, but those something about those those dark. Yeah, no, the white ones are good. Those ones are good. I'm still partial. Maybe it's because they've always worn these color blue ones and those you white. The red alternates. You know, I used to love in like Madden 06. They don't, look love yeah, they don't hold up, by the way. They don't. They don't. Up. They really don't. They look like practice jerseys. They look, yeah, they look like the quarterback practice jerseys. They are actually. That's the the only time they wear red now is the red pennies in practice. <laughs> Brian, I don't want to talk about it. Well, you still got Jordan Love. It's fine. I listen. I'm high on Jordan Love. I think I think he's pretty good, and I and I like their receiving core. Yeah. Watson, I don't know. He gets hurt all the time, but I'm a big fan of Romeo Dobbs. I like him a lot. I Romeo think. Dobbs is good. I was very impressed with Reed. Reed is very good, too. Reed is very underrated. He's an yeah. underrated receiver. Very nice young core. Loved. I loved at the draft time, at draft time, and it's working out. I loved the two tight end pick. Musgrave Huck, and, Huck uh, and, and Luke Musgrave. Yeah. yeah. And I like A.J. Dillon with his live streams farming simulator, by the way. Yes. It's just great. Hilarious. It's, he's a great streamer, by the way. Hilarious stuff. But yes. we got some. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about it, Brian. By the way, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry, right, I want to put it up here right now. All right, so we got stuff. Stuff we're going to talk about here. NXT deadline. We got to recap that. Recap Impact's final resolution. Yes. AW Winter's coming. This is a preview. I thought it was. I got confused. I thought it was the review, but I'm like, no. This is they no, did this. They're doing it. They did it at the beginning of the year. I'm pretty sure the last year. But this is a couple of match on that should be good. CM Punk is a raw superstar. We'll talk about that. And a ten count of the best wrestling shoot interviews. And uh, I went through the deep dives to find some here too. And I, I think me and Mike have a lot of ones that I agree. But we'll get to that in a, in a little bit too. We did our traditional football talk. Is there a golden swap? There is not. Oh thank God. <laughs> my life just got my my uh, my mood in this episode just got a lot better good nxt deadline review that yes. both are here too pretty another really good show another yeah. really good show. mr punk i believe he made an appearance as well there he too. did, he did. mike he did. Punk would ever make an appearance in a and a, well aw well an nxt i show. didn't think he'd make an appearance anywhere yeah but certainly not if, if you said oh like verbatim like okay he's coming back to wwe yeah he's not gonna go to nxt yeah maybe like a backstage appearance like just kind of in the crowd watching or yeah. something in the future i, like I liked the interactions between him and sean the bret hart sweatshirt <laughs> like that by too. the way you're, i'm sorry my my hbk sweatshirt was in the wash 
and like the acknowledgement with the hey listen me me and triple h squashed our beef and then uh talk about bret harden i'm like you know what this is a weird time in wrestling i love i love the time in wrestling where we can just laugh about it laugh about it and mention this stuff it always used to be so vince would never vince would never vince would never or does this feel a lot more relaxed of a wrestling world let alone the company we said it for punk like yeah he felt comfortable in AEW but he feels a lot more natural in WWE and like in Triple H even he's like yeah like we had beef like it's everybody knew it and Punk's like, yeah we had beef like they're men of I said what I said yeah they they're men to admit that they've talked and everything yeah. now they're here but they know at the end of the day they're working together to make it, the product better and what's the best way acknowledge some things not rehash it too much like it's not like a no. direct thing like AEW feel like they would have been like boom 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 this happened like they're like remember they're, when he walked out what in uh, WWE? You talk about no, 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 that's what AEW is like. Remember oh, when yeah. he walked out? Yeah, and like now the remember just, now like if it works in the storyline, the promo like they'll they'll right. throw it in there, and it works like so, like the one on Raw this week, yeah. which we can talk about at that point because a lot of good oh, stuff. Boy, so we'll get to anyway. the shows itself. Yeah. Listen, we have a pre-show match, something that I low key kind of missed, but I have no idea. Uh, Axum defeated Nathan Frazier. Good. I don't know if it means anything. Hey, listen, this is a solid good good opener. Again, like I say, what's my rule of pre-show matches? Just put two wrestlers in a match and see what happens. Just get the crowd yeah. going. They're both good. Two high flying younger wrestlers. That's what you got to do, right? You don't need to put mm-hmm. a title, whatever, too. That's good what, energy to open up the show. And, but to open a, up the, the matches. Not but the this main is open up the main card. Dragon Lee defeated Dominic Mysterio to win the North American Championship. Oh. I don't think this was a. I think we said Dom because we knew we were going to pull some shenanigans. But I'm happy Dragon Lee won. Deserved it. Very much so. I'm a little concerned at what people are saying. They're like, oh, no, that this is just so that Dom becomes three-time. You think and he's going to drop it that quickly? Not to Dragon Lee. Trick. That's what they say. That's what they say. Because he is younger and he could, you know, we'll talk, we'll get to Trick later on. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Dragon, they're going to have him hold on the belt for a little. He's, he's got to hold on to a little bit, right? Like, I hope so. He was a big signing for them. We never thought he'd be in NXT or even WWE alone, like. He's got to hold on the belt a little bit, right? Like, you'd think with how much they've built him up as yeah. like a big time player, like you'd think he would, but yeah. I, ho- I hope so because he deserves it. He's good. <laughs> we hope so. Dom, well, listen, we give I give crap to Dom, whatever, too, but he is very good in the ring. That's just like, I want to say that. Like, I know I say like he's this, this, but like that's because of the wrestling character wise. Like, he's making me hate him and he's doing his job, similar to what we said about. I'm not saying he's Edge or anyone, but similar to what he did to both of them. I was going to say. Yeah, they're not. That's what reminds. That's what this reminds me of. No, and I don't want people. They're gonna clip and be like, "You just said that he's yeah, Edge and Randy Orton." No, I'm saying no. like the way I hate them is reminding me of a young me being like, "F you, Edge. F you, yeah. Randy Orton." Like it's like go Cena. But I'm like 28. He's younger than me. And it's making me hate him. Like it's like working. I'm like, you, yeah. You, how old is he? He's like 24. He's, yeah, he's 24, 25. I'd say right. He's got to be. No NXT, no, and he like, and he's working really well in the ring, you know, and he's making it work. Like I give him so much credit, and working with a guy like Dragon Lee established. I see veteran. He's been around for a while, Dragon Lee, right? He's he's not up there, but like he's been wrestling for so long too. So it was overall two really good match, two really good wrestlers, and a match off the show. So I can't complain about it too. By the way, uh, I, that brings up a point um, that I realized that I want to feel old for a second. Uh, no, <laughs> yes, we were freshmen at Bonaventure ten years ago. Uh, yeah, I know. I went to my high school reunion a couple weeks ago. I, mine got canceled, but I was going to go to mine. Ah, so weird. So you want to feel double old? I was just listening to, I was just listening to something. Uh, Anquan Bolden's son. Anquan Bolden. No, Jr. no, 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 no. 
points in his varsity basketball game at Buffalo. He's a senior. Like, so like in, he lives in Buffalo. Like, he's going to. They I live in Buffalo? I, I guess so. Apparently, like, Ooh. I was in podcast and they're saying, want to feel old? And Quan Bolden Jr. dropped 19 points in his high school basketball game. As a senior. Buffalo. I'm like, that is gross. <laughs> Frank Gore Jr. declared for the draft. God. I know it's really it's just really well now, yeah we've already got Asante Samuel Jr. Antoine Winfield Jr. that made me feel old but I think the Frank Gore Jr. one made me because I remember Frank Gore very well yeah. I remember Antoine Winfield and Asante Samuel a little bit but more of the tail end of their careers so, yeah yeah, yeah. You know, so it's just very, but Frank Gore is like Frank Gore is the ones like yeah like you're all it's gonna be Antoine and also calls Boozer's sons twins they're going to college basketball I don't know where they're going uh-huh. yet. they're really good apparently uh but, yeah one of them's number one in the country the other or no yeah, one of them's number one in the country. They're in both in next year's class. One of them's number one in the country. The other's like nineteen. Yeah, they're both in the top twenty, which is like, yeah. which is like, like, come on, this is really. What if they both go to Duke? I mean, again, make sure that's what that's what the thought, by the way, is is that they're both going to end up at Duke. They should just go to North Carolina, and just switch up their fathers. Yeah, name. they should. That'd be so funny. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it so much. One go to Duke and one go to UNC. That'd be something. That'd be weird. Oh God, these are households. That would be. You know what? Hey, we've seen weird things happen in all sports. That includes wrestling. Yes. Back to wrestling. The Women's Iron Survivor Challenge. Blair Davenport won with three points via Tiffany Stratton, Lash Legend, Kalani Jordan, Fallon Henley. Stratton and Henley each had a point. Uh, Lash Legend had two points. And Kalani Jordan, I believe, had zero points if that was the final tally of it, too. To become number one contender. So Davenport has become the number one contender for the NXT Women's Mm -hmm. Championship. And I'm assuming that's going to be... Next week's NXT or, probably for the, or New Year's Evil? Uh, it's New Year's Evil. Both New of these, both of the Iron Survivors were for a title match at New Year's Evil, which is going to be the literally the first Tuesday or no, uh, first week back in January 2024. Yeah. That's what it is, too. Uh, yeah, it'll be what it'll, it'll be the second January yeah. 2nd again with these types of match. Again, it's something cool. I like it a lot. I think yeah. it, it was the right call too with Davenport. You know, I think, I think, we, yeah, I said that was a likely one. I said Stratton, it, it could have been. You could have made a case for anybody, but I think this was, it was a good, I like the concept of the match. It's really cool. Me too. And I think you shouldn't do this all the time. It's good for like deadline, like for like the end of the year to close it out. It's like a good yes. type of match. And they're not calling it NXT Iron Survivor Challenge, which WWE would have clearly would have done if Vince was running the table too, which is good. But keep the tradition. Do you think they should do it more times than once in the year or just kind of keep it the way? Um, I, I feel like since, since deadline is the big NXT show after survivor series it makes sense to do yeah, it at deadline that's their survivor series takeover i would say and it's deadline's a good name to close right. the deadline to close out the show or something so exactly so all the scoring makes sense i you know yeah three two one one and i would have expected stratton to have maybe one more fall that's if she did if she didn't win but i thought it would be davenport three stratton two and then the others one and jordan would have at least yeah. one or zero but one of them was gonna have zero i would say you knew you're gonna have that type of thing someone too. yeah someone's got to Someone would uh, throw that in there next to Charles mm-hmm. says hello, guys. Hello, Charles. Hello. What are your thoughts on deadlines? Do we get the right calls with the matches correct? Next one here. Carmelo Hayes defeated Lexus King. Now, what do we think of Lexus King? We don't know who Lexus King. I don't know who this guy is. He looks very familiar, by the way. He looks a lot like somebody from the intro. Yeah, it looks like our intro guy here, too. We got to change. Um, which is actually really still really cool. Yeah, it's still really cool. It makes me really old because Brian Pillman Jr. Let's just that. Even though I never watched Brian Pillman, but I've heard about him a lot and everything. But it's that's good. the thing. We never watched Brian Pillman. Yeah. And yet, here we are. Yeah, it's very craziness. But like Carmelo Hayes winning, like, 
I, for me, I guess when you want to kind of bring in your new guy, Alexis King, your big other big sign next to Dragon Lee, I would think he'd win here. But again, like, is is Carmelo Hayes going to lose into a match like yeah. this without a title to kind of build him up? I guess like is it's kind of, you're in like a weird situation here. Like, was this the right call to have Hayes go up against King? But then again, where are you going to put Hayes in the show? Because he's got to be on right. the show, right? Exactly. Like, he's got to be on the show. He's not going to lose. You're going to put him in the Iron Survivor Challenge, but he's not going to lose it. You know, like especially with the guy he just announced. By the way, I believe he's in the the U.S. title. Uh, he's in something with SmackDown, I think. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, he's in the U. He's in the U.S. title number one contenders tournament. Oh, so like that again. That's a good way to kind of ease him into the roster, I think, too. So it's like he's not going to lose. You, he's not going to lose this match. You're not going to put him in the Iron Survivor Challenge. You're not going to leave him off the card. You're not gonna have to go up against Dragonoff again, you know. So like, it's kind of a weird spot. What would you have done? Right. This is quote unquote the best option, right? Like, I don't. Right. Like, do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a weird thing where you you want to get both of them on the card, so you put them. The natural decision is to put them together. Yeah. In a match. Um. I may have, if it were me, I may have put them in a tag match. Like an impromptu tag match. Hayes you go Hayes. find a partner. You go find a partner. Oh, okay. Well, you could do that, that way you can save both of them. You can get somebody. You can get King. You can have Mello do make like make the pin, but not have King take the pin for his team. And then King sort of feud with his tag team partner, I guess, or something. Like I guess, that. yeah. You can do that. I, I don't. I don't. I have no idea. This. This has got to be Hayes's like end of the run with NXT, right? Like he's it got feels like it. Because like you're putting him in that tournament, he might be if he went. He there's a good chance he might win. I don't know what the rest of the tournament looks like, and we'll get after we can kind of look at quickly at it. But maybe he wins. It'll be a SmackDown guy. You know, that's kind of maybe. what I'm, that's what I'm thinking it's going to be. Especially when you have a new guy in Punk and Raw now. Like how many people are going to call up to Raw? You got to call up to somebody on SmackDown at some point or right. sign him to SmackDown exclusive. Also do a drafter of some sort too. But overall, this is a good match. I just you know it's kind of weird. Like it's a weird talk. What do you do with both of them? Right. You know, kind of what it is. Exactly. The men's survivor challenge. This one, this isn't a typo, Mike. This is a lot of pins. This was a lot, yeah. this was a lot of scoring compared to last year and even the women's yeah. last year as well. I think out of all of them. So Trick Williams won with four points. He defeated Dijak, who had three. Josh Briggs, two. Braun Breaker, three. Tyler Bate with three as well. And that means Trick Williams becomes number one contender for the NXT Championship. He will face against Ela Dragunov at New Year's Evil. A lot of fun. This was no, this was this. Yeah. I like high score. I, I get the points. You don't have to have both of them be all high scoring, but one of them has to be. And this was a good like this was high scoring, a lot of fun. Like I literally at one point did not know who was gonna win this. Yeah, like no, I literally, for sure. I like I I don't know. And Trick Williams came out the top at the end. I think out of all of them, we even said like who do we even predict last week? I think I said Trick would be the way to go, right? Like I, was I, like, I think we had agreed that Trick would be the way to go. Um. When they announced that Tyler Bate was in it, we were like, oh, maybe. Yeah, that's what it was. I was like, I literally think I said Bate might win this. I said Bate is a good shot. Bate might win. I'll do Bate versus Dragon. I'm thinking of the long term. Bate versus Dragonoff would be a like, right. good way to win it, too. Well, they ever face each other for the UK title? I, they've had No, I don't know. I think Bate was in NXT when Dragonoff won was in UK. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I believe so. I'm I trying to remember the, the our timelines here. They definitely face each other at NXT UK, not probably for the top of in a singles match. Something they definitely have crossed paths. I mean, maybe outside yeah. UK at some point too. But yeah. this is interesting now because like I was, I thought Dragon was going to win no matter what and retain. But like I don't know what the amount of hype Trick is getting. We'll get to it later on. But like this was a good call for Trick to win. You know, I, yeah, I, I like it. They get the momentum going, right? He still has the momentum going. He has to, you know, go with it, right? Well. That trick. Whoa. 
Apparently, by the way, he's coming out with a new version of that theme. Ooh, we better be good. With a something with like something special. Pyro? <laughs> no, no, no. Not like the entrance itself, but like he's putting something in the theme. Yeah, uh, well, pyro. Special. <laughs> pyro. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna he's yeah, gonna... there's just gonna be a massive explosion in the middle of the song. <laughs> like like the uh AEW uh barbed wire uh, exploding barbed wire. Oh my wire. god, yeah. <laughs> was... Don't remind me of that match. Oh, uh, what a time. Wrestling has changed so much since <laughs> I know. <laughs> More world high scoring was all yeah, for it. Love it. Some more like this. Kiana James defeated Roxanne Perez in a steel cage match. This match was added, like, I think after we did our preview and, like, towards the end yeah. of the show, they mentioned this here, too. I thought Roxanne was good. We thought Roxanne was going to win. It was still a good match, though. But yeah, you know, good match. Good little, good little, good little. Again, you, you want to get them both on the show. Yeah, might as well. Put them, listen, or change it up. Put them in a cage. Put them in a cage. Throw them in a cage. Why not? It worked. You know what? Fine. Yeah. yeah. You know good. what? Nothing wrong with that. The championship match is to close it out. Ela Dragonoff defeated Baron Corbin. There was no doubt Dragonoff was going to win. It was still good. Baron's not bad in NXT, you know, but we just knew from the get-go Dragonoff. He wasn't going to drop it to Corbin, especially because yeah. what would, especially seeing Trick win, what would you rather say Trick versus Dragonoff or Trick versus Baron Corbin? Trick versus Dragonoff. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Especially, especially win yeah. too. But so, what do you do with Baron now? That's the sort of question that I was literally about to ask you because, like, I like, do you keep him around NXT? Does he go back up to like? You can't challenge the title again. Is he going to go for the North American Championship? Because Dra- Dragon Lee just won it. Like, is he going to team up and get a tag team? Like, he's, I think he did all of his stuff in NXT. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else for Lily. For yeah, him. I feel like you should bring him up to the main roster. But uh, but at the same time, don't bring him up to the main roster if you don't have a plan. Yeah. like maybe, Or you don't have an idea. Yeah. Like, have him maybe wrestle on, like, like, dark matches to get back into the crowd. Maybe do main event. They still do main event, right? I think so. It's like to maybe do something like that, I guess. But like, it's like it's, you think about it, it's like nothing else for him to to do. Like, if you don't have a plan yet, maybe surprise enter, surprise enter at the Rumble, you know, and go from there. You know, I think that's the that's what I'm predicting will happen with them. You know, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. So overall, though, deadline, pretty good show. Core Jade came back too. Yes. Yes, and she back. confirmed that she's going to be on tonight's mm. episode of NXT. Ooh. You know who else is going to be on tonight's episode of NXT? CM Punk? No. <laughs> no, no, he can't. He's exclusive to the Raw. He cannot go yeah, exclusive to the Raw. He cannot. <laughs> Who? Nikita Lyons. Anyway, final resolution. Don't. Uh, no, I'm not putting it down. I'm happy about that, too. Yeah, Baron Corbin should enter the... Yeah, I think that's that's probably the next prediction of when we'll probably see him again. Probably. I don't think he'll be on any TV. Maybe, if anything, main event. To get back right. to the crowd, but I think it's like a fully televised or whatever. He'll be like one of the early entries in the Rumble. I feel like just to get back into the crowd, right? Yeah. As long as he comes, I would love to him to, for him to come back to the main roster in the Rumble as the Lone Wolf. Uh, end of days, even that yes. one. Do I bring the dark now? Oh, both of these, oh, were great. So even the motorcycle one was great. Superhuman, I yeah. think. All those, yeah. the, the end of days one was a good. Back one. when he was really hanging on to the hair. Yeah, really, really, yeah, really. But hey, listen, it, again, with his moves, it, I just love the end of days move. Oh, it's such a good finisher. It really is. It really is. And it's just it, what else? And I like when he was like Irish whipped into the corner. He slid out and then slid back in. Like that was just like an underrated movie did too. Like he had, he has great move sets. Like he really does. And like the character of like his lone wolf and theme, like it all worked. I just hated when they did the other stuff with him. I just I didn't like Happy it. Corbin. Yeah, Constable Corbin was the worst. I would say. Constable Corbin was the worst Corbin. Did they ever? Yeah, no, he was. They that was post Bad News Barrett, wasn't it? What ba- ba- Bad News Barrett? Co- yeah, 
Bad news, bear. What do you mean, bad, bad news, Corbin? You mean or something? Bad news. No, 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 no. Like Constable Corbin was after. Oh no, bad news, bear was. Yeah, I believe too. Constable that Corbin... would have been a good. That would at least been a good tag team. That would have been, but like bad news, bad news. No, Constable Corbin was when we were very like the when Triple H and them were coming out saying like we want to hear from you, you guys are the authority and everything, and then they didn't have a GM, so Baron Corbin was the quote unquote GM and everything too. And it was a whole. That's when Raw yeah. had like, down point. That was oh, yeah. Man. Ugh, that was what was worse, Constable Corbin or the anonymous Raw GM? Um, ooh, <laughs> that is that is rough. I would say Constable Corbin was better, but it's really like that's like very. It was actually somebody. The only thing I would say with the Raw GM, the anonymous Raw GM, was when he Michael was like, "I have a an important message," and then Chris Rick was, "Of course you do," was just for like you stupid idiot or something like that. Yeah. Like, that was the only kind of funny thing about it was so. it cena that was like hey, raw gm yeah go, go on yeah 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 so, so and then edge went insane yeah well i mean yeah that would i would go insane too if i was in that situation also too god it's a hard that's a tough question that's a good question people let us know was constable <laughs> or was constable corbin or the anonymous raw general manager in, impact final resolution yes. Pretty good show. I think NXT Dallas was a little bit better because this one it was okay. I think this is more of like this is like the impact special B level show compared to like their big ones too. No yeah. title, no title change. Only two titles were on the card here, but they weren't like the big ones too. So quickly with the pre-show matches because Mike loves pre-show matches. <laughs> yeah. PCO defeated Jesse V, Jack Price defeated Aiden Prince, and Frank Kazarian defeated Shelton Jean. I think it was all three ones. I think PCO was the one that was added last minute, and you know, yeah. Oh, any memorable stuff from that? Not really. All right, let's go. The main card. Too many matches. I'm gonna say that. This yeah, card. I think two is the max. I would say for pre yeah. right pre-show stuff is like two maybe. Yeah, and, at uh, most. And then you're pushing it. Unless if it's like a main level show like Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, then I can see maybe well, yeah. squeaking a third one there too. But yeah, I think for stuff like this, this is a little too much. World Tag Team Championship. ABC defeated Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers to retain their World Tag Team Championships. It was a good tag match. And again, we kind of expected a lot of this stuff we kind of expected, right? Like even with the yeah. stuff too. Yeah. It's still a good match though. Too. But then who's going to challenge for the impact title? I feel like at this point, like it's just a bunch of random wrestlers throw them in a tag team against ABC. Because again, ABC yeah. kind of goes to Japan. They go throughout all the other places too, right? Like it's like, mm -hmm. who's the next impact tag team that you would say? Like I can't even like. I can't, I, I can't really think of one that is like. The Rascals, because they're back. Yeah, I guess. You're going to probably throw them in the mix now, right? You know? I guess Trey McGill's not going to NXT, is he? He's not going to NXT, man. Just let it go. Let it I go. just wanted it to happen, all right? Let it go, let it go man. I mean, you could do the Motor City Machine Guns, but they both have titles. They both have threat. We don't know what's going to happen there, too. Maybe they'll do that. They'll have all the gold. I have no idea. Uh, next one here. Jody Threat defeated Alicia Edwards. This was thrown together because... Jody, I think Jody Threat. No, Jody Threat wasn't with ABC, but Alicia Edwards was already out there with yeah. Eddie and Brian Myers. And they're like, eh, now you have a match. Uh, she was threatened by Jody Threat. Ha! Jody made a threat. Mike's favorite wrestler, Tommy Dreamer, defended his digital media Dame. against Dean or Dame. He won. Dame. 2023, a social media title. 50 plus year old Tommy Dreamer defeated Diener for the retainer. And he will go into 2024 with the belt. This was the last show. This was the last show. There's no other matches. There's no golden swap. Uh, well, I'm kinda, I kind of wish it was a golden swap for this title, but hey, Tommy, yeah. 
Tommy Dreamer's still going, man. How long has he gone with this with wrestling, man? Tommy. Tommy. I'll tell you in a second. He I has am. been wrestling since he was. Uh, well, I'm saying, when is he going to stop? You think? Oh, but when's he going to stop? I don't want to. I don't want these guys to be like one of those cases where it's like you know, like he maybe I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I you can't. know, he's not actually as old as you'd think he'd be. He looks like fifties. I mean, he's in his fifties, but yeah, late fifties, maybe pushing sixty. How old? Fifty-two. Real, really, really. Yeah, and he debuted in 1989. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! He's been around for a while. He's been around for like a while. He was there for ECW. He was there for the Attitude Era WWE. He was there for the WWE ECW. He was there for the TNA. He was now here for Impact. And they're going. Are the 2024? They're going back to TNA, right? Yes. So that was that was the big thing about Final Resolution is it will be the final pay per view uh, under the Impact Wrestling name. Get it? Fine. Yay! Uh, actually, you know what? That gets the full <laughs> Impact. We will we'll, uh, we'll definitely miss you. Now we get back to good old TNA. No, Global Force Wrestling. No, <laughs> oh, that was a, with that Jeff was a, Jarrett. That was a weird two-week run where they unified all the belts, but they unified and made the, the Global Force Wrestling the main belts, and they just quietly just like, yeah, you know what? Never mind. We're gonna bring back the Impact World. It was very weird. Right. It was very, it was weird, weird. Look at the look at the look at all the Impact title belts history on Wikipedia. You'll see that like there's that one two-week period where they all said Global Force Wrestling, and then they went back to Impact like World Tag Team and all that stuff. It was a very, 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 very weird time. Uh, also, next match here, Mike Bailey and Trent Seven, which, by the way, Trent Seven officially announced he signed with TNA Impact. Yes. Uh, defeated the Rascals. What did you think of Trent Seven? Because Trent Seven, for me, I always thought he was a solid wrestler for NXT UK. Always been like a nice veteran. He's a veteran in this. He's been around for a while. I think a lot of mm-hmm. guys, Tyler Bay, Pete Dunn, credit him for like helping them get into the business and whatnot, too. So he's a great technician in the ring. I wish he kind of had a title run here and there with NXT, but now he's with Impact. I think it's a good move by him. You know, give him a shot there. I think he went with AEW for like a, a hot minute. Didn't do think he had like a match or two, but now fully with Impact. I think this is a good signing for him. Yeah, I, I think he's a, was always a good wrestler, good experience guy. He was one half of Mustache Mountain, right? Correct, correct. With Tyler Bate? Yes, yes. With okay. the hit tag belts with him for a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah it would have been nice to see maybe him get a shot at like uh, like the made the North American title, things like that. I think Impact TNA is going to be a good place for him. AEW was just so crowded right now. With yeah, at the, time, at the time I saw Plus, him, like- there is a whole mess of releases from WWE that are all up soon. Yeah, like like in the con- next couple weeks. Like a lot of contracts. A lot of ninety day clauses are up, and the new at, at like the first of the year, like Who's- Dolph. Oh, that's right. I didn't even get to talk about that yet, too, because I think next week we'll definitely get dive in. We'll dive deep into more of that because there's going to be a lot of them we got to talk about. Yeah. Too. But it's crowded. I think Impact is a more open space. There's a lot trip. more. You, you could sign tag teams. You can or make two wrestlers a tag team. Maybe, maybe established tag team. I don't know, but you could do something. Shouts to the wrestlers. Definitely. There's definitely, a lot. I think, a lot more options for him in particular than... AEW would be able to give him right now, and it's not AEW's fault necessarily. They just have a big roster already, and they also have Ring of Honor. They don't really. I feel like I don't know what the heck they're even doing with that. That is a whole other thing. You have a lot of wrestlers in there, man. Make it work, and that's a whole other story we can talk about for a whole other episode. Why hasn't Mark Briscoe won the Ring of Honor World Title yet? And we'll get. I mean, we'll get to Mark Briscoe a little bit later with AEW Winter is coming. Oh boy, great. Yes. Uh, Jake something defeated Jason Hotch. 
That was something of a good match. <laughs> I, I had nothing else for you. I really couldn't think That's of anything right. else. I feel bad. I feel bad that I did. That was a bad joke. I don't know where I was going no, with you're that. You're good. You're good. Uh, this one. So Rhino defeated Moose by disqualification. But now hold on. Hold on, Mike. Don't no, do no, no. Because then Moose defeated Rhino in a street fight. So, so Rhino and Moose are one and one apiece. I mean, I guess. What was the point? What was the point of that? Just you should have just made a street. I don't get it. Like, the, you could have done either just a DQ ending and then that's it, or just have it as a street fight. Like, I don't know why you had to make them as two separate matches. No, we need both. Especially in a long. This was a. This was a lot more matches than I thought for a lower level. Yeah, they added. They added some matches. And I get it was their final show, but like. <laughs> like you didn't treat it as your final show, just kind of just put a bunch of throwing wrestlers in a tag team. They're probably just, honestly, I feel like they were low key mailing it in to kind of be like, we're going to be TNA like in like 15 days. Like, let's just like put whatever in to make it work, whatever. Right. Yeah, right. But then uh, Moose won good. I'm I'm big on Moose, I've always been a Moose fan, you know. Hopefully, uh, as well with the TNA era now, too, right? Yeah. I'm in the reverse battle royal. They're going to bring back the reverse battle royal, yes. <laughs> In this excited King room. of the Mountain match. Please bring back King of the Mountain. That, that was a fun time. Uh, Trinity and Jordan Grace defeated Deanna Prazo and Giselle Shaw. We kind of figured Trinity, yeah. knockouts champion, you know, then a problem. Yeah, and Grace, I believe, was the number one contender, or at least, right? Or was it? No, Grace is number one, yeah, number one contender. That's why they're teaming together. It's that whole thing. Yeah, then the old Cena. It's the old Cena Sean thing. Yeah, it's not going to, we're not going to do anything about it, too. Uh, Who's the knockout champions again? Was it Grayson? No, not Grayson Trinity. What am I stupid for? I don't know why. Knockouts tagged champs. Yeah, MK Ultra. That's it. But they weren't. They weren't. They weren't here. They weren't even on the show, right? No, no, they were not. Mm. What are you doing here? You have the impact. They have the knockout championships. Make it work, right, people? Come on. And finally, Josh Alexander and Zack Saber Jr. defeated the Motor City Machine Guns. Mike, Chris Saban is the exhibition champion, and uh, Alex Shelley's the Impact World Champion. So, what is yes. What is going to happen here? Do not I don't know. Do the, like what are we doing here? They're not doing. They're not doing. He's not doing option C. Let's just be real here, Mike. He's not doing option C. You no, as much as I really want him to, he's not. Gonna do it. Maybe they're waiting for the first episode of TNA when it's officially TNA. I don't Maybe. know. Uh, I feel like at this point, the first step now with this, the first episode of TNA should be back-to-back matches: Zack Saber Jr. and Chris Saban for the X Division title, and then Josh Alexander and Alex Shelley for the. I got it. Bring the Fish Market Street Fight back. God. Bring back the mass superstar and suicide. Bring back uh, the six sided ring, uh, reverse battle royal. Um, you know, bring in a, a Karen Angle or Karen Jarrett or whatever. Bring Jeff Jarrett and just bring him Cole Kogan, Carter. Yeah, bring everybody back, right? Maybe not Hulk Hogan. The main event mafia. You got to bring back Kevin Nash and I love the main event mafia. Who's Scott so- Steiner? That was such a good, that was such a good stable. They met, then they added Samoa Joe and they kind of ruined it in my opinion. But it was still overall because he was he was young at the time. I didn't get like he wasn't in the main event. Market. Right. Well, it was that like oh, Fortune, the Fortune Four, which was supposed yeah. to be the new Four Horsemen. Yeah, Fortune. <laughs> and then like oh, Samoa Joe turned on them. That's such a again. Main event was great, but it was, adding that was was very weird too. What else? What else do they need to bring back with that? Remember when they called it the TNA Galaxy? Like the WWE universe, they they're yeah, all- they just they just mooched off of the WWE. I like, I like ah, you're, tr- you're trying too hard. I'm like the TNA Galaxy, I'm like that stuff. Like that's what you come up with. Make it make it better. Like what is the WWE universe? I don't even think. Do they even say the WWE universe anymore? I feel like I haven't heard that in a while. Uh Cole, I think is starting to say it again. They yeah. for a while, Vince didn't want them to, but yeah, I think they're bringing it back. I feel like they're gonna. I don't even know what they're gonna. It's fine. I've, I can go away without it. But the TNA, I just thought of TNA Galaxy. They're going to bring <laughs> that back too. What else do they bring back for TNA? Uh, let's see. 
I oh, just, Shark Boy. Shark, yes. I would love Shark. Shark Boy was great. Uh, Curry Man. Curry Man, yeah, it was that was just Christopher Daniels, right? Oh, sorry, Christopher- I, don't, I don't know. I don't, we don't know. There was a guy that vaguely looked like Christopher Daniels in a minute. Like, I, don't, I don't know if it was uh, Christopher Daniels. What else did they? Do? Um, well, we talked about the King of the Mountain, man. Aces and eights, aces and eights. Where everybody has to be an aces and eights at some point. <laughs> Were they an aces and eights? Uh, Bully Ray has to be fully back. That's fine. Uh, well, uh. Th- that bully. run was great. That Bully Ray run was great in the impact in TNA. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Oh, my God. And my name. Jay Lethal. Because he's just not doing anything in AEW. Now. It makes me very sad. Black Machismo Jay Lethal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Black Machismo. Uh, Ric Flair. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Hulk Hogan. For another match. Yep. Hulk Hogan. Uh, uh, no. Eric Bischoff. Uh, actually, yeah, that's fine. Eric Bischoff. Have a son, Garrett Bischoff. Garrett Bischoff. Gunner. Oh my god, what else? What else? Can't do Gunner. There was more, right? Like there was more, there's so much more. But that we'll get it's a whole we're getting into. We're getting into a deep dive. Yeah. We're just talking, we're just talking shop here. AW Winter is coming, Mike. The one of like three thousand pay-per-views that or special shows that AEW does. To close out the show, yeah. AW Winter is coming. And Winter has been here for a couple of weeks now, but it's coming. Yeah, at least. Coming. Well, technically, no. Technically, it's still fall. It's not winter until Oh really? Technically, right. it's not winter until next Thursday. Ah, well, twenty hmm. first, the longest day of the year, or the shortest day of the year. I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. All right. Well, anyway, AW Winter is coming. We got five matches scheduled for the card here. The main ones is the Continental Classic Gold League match, and I think it's just a regular another tournament. Uh, does the winner get a AW World Championship match? Is that what it is, or do they get? Anything? I, I don't. I don't even. Or something. Probably something. A big poker chip or. There's only three. There's only three matches on here. I'm assuming there's going to be more in that Continental Classic Gold League match. Just called Continental Classic. I don't know why. It's such a, like a mouthful, right? Like or the Gold yeah. League or something. I don't know. Or maybe they like, do like Continental Classic, the Gold Bracket, the Silver Bracket, and the kind of I don't know what it is. But anyway, first <laughs> first one here: John Moxley versus Swerve Strickland. That's actually. But the matches, though, I will say, they do look really good, though. They're going to be really good matches. Yeah, I mean. Uh- Shout out to Swerve. I've always liked Swerve. He's having a, he's having a moment here in AEW. I still think Mox is going to win, but uh, also I wouldn't mind if he loses to take the vacation. It's just like a <laughs> he's he not going to get a vacation at this point. I don't, he, I don't think he wants the vacation. No, I think he's gotten past. I think he's just, to... he's, like, he's just like I think I'm just picturing his manners. He goes, all right, like he's like, <laughs> like yeah, all right, <laughs> Mox, you're not getting the vacation. All right, yeah. <laughs> yes. all right. Uh, I got I got I got Moxie winning this one. Yeah, me too. It's gonna be a really good. It's gonna be a good match. No, it's gonna be a good match. I think the I think Swerve will will get close, but yeah, I think. I think it's gonna be one of the closer matches. I think probably one of the longer matches. I would say too. This might be the main event. I would say, right? I put it. In yeah, I, I mean, it would make sense based on what they currently have announced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one in the Continental Classic Gold League match: the CCGL. Just I, look at that. Ooh, little fancy little nice, <laughs> acronym. So uh, you're helping them with their marketing. Yeah. Right. So hire me. Actually, do I want to work for AW? They yes. probably pay well. Uh, Jay White versus Mark Briscoe. I want Mark Briscoe to win. I do. I want I, him to. They're gonna make Jay. I, I, my yes. heart says Mark Briscoe, but my but my mind is logically gonna be uh, Jay White. But it, I, that should also be a really good match too. Mark Briscoe. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna be an under. That might be the most underrated match of the week. Can Mark Briscoe just win the Ring of Honor title, please? Right. Like, it's just, it's just now. It's just like it's gotta happen. Uh, the next one, last one, Roosh. It's pronounced Roosh, by the way, versus Jay Lethal. 
out of all three, this is the one where like it's gonna be good, but like I'm not saying least looking forward to, but like it's the pecking order for me is what I just said. Mox Swerve, White, Briscoe, and then now Roosh Jay Lethal. I I want Jay Lethal to win, but I feel like they're gonna push Roosh because like he's a Ring of Honor guy. They're gonna push him in there, I feel like. Yep. This I agree. Oh no, this isn't this isn't this there it's not uh AEW versus Ring of Honor because Mox and Swerve are both AEW guys. Because I'm thinking like yep. oh, it's like because White is AEW, Briscoe's Ring of Honor, Roosh is uh, Ring of Honor, Lethal's AEW, but Mox is It's a kind of what I, I think. Is there any other ones announced for, or is it just those three right now? I haven't. I, those are the only three I've seen thus far. They the, may the, so they, I mean, because it's a tournament, it's got to be, they got to have at oh, least. Hold on. I got gotta, it. There got to be more, right? Well, this three yeah. is announced for this one. So I guess the rest of them, you what want. What the French toast sticks? What? Oh, we almost cursed there. My oh no. Oh, dude. Yeah. Okay. So there's the Gold League. Okay. And then there's the blue league. Okay, so different. Why, why would you just make it the bro- why the blue league? What the <laughs> anywho, anywho. Also, yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, hold on. I, in in real time, I am piecing all of this together. Okay, I'm hearing it. Let's hear it. This is the Continental Classic. Okay. In total, the tournament is the Continental Classic. Okay. Round robin format: two group blocks, blue and gold league, with six okay. wrestlers each. Each match has a 20-minute time limit. Three points for a win, one point each for a draw, zero points for a loss. Or a G1. Yeah. So the G- no one is allowed at ringside. Violation of this rule may result in one-point deduction. Top wow. two wrestlers in each group progress to the league finals on the de- December 27th edition of Dynamite. Okay. Two group winners advance to the championship final at World's End, with the winner of the final becoming the inaugural AEW Triple Crown Champion. They're adding another belt. Well, another belt? Sorry, my thing, my speakers went off too when I was plugging in. But what'd you say? Wait, 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 wait. The winner becomes the inaugural AEW Triple Crown Champion. What is that? But Triple Crown means something else in wrestling. It means you've held th- three separate titles. So what is usually. it? What do you get? Three belts? What God, the, probably. What does the belt look like? They didn't announce what the belt looks like, right? So it's called the AEW Triple Crown. Hold on. So we got. Oh, this is gonna bother me because I'm gonna look this up now. All lead wrestling. This is, I didn't. I thought it was for like a trophy or something. I don't know. It was for another. No, belt. it's for the Continental oh, Classic, and it includes New Japan people. Oh, because Continental, I get it. Ah. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Well, it's not really New Japan people. People that have appeared in New Japan. Hmm. I I have the full brackets if you'd like, and the current totals. Okay. I will, well, what of what the above of the, both leagues. Okay, this has been going on. Let's hear it. Then, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna read you all the, the championships. Okay. Okay, so here we'll start with the gold league since that's the one that's being done at winners coming. Mm-hmm. Uh Moxley currently leads and Swerve currently lead with nine. Okay. So the winner of their that's gonna be the main event, the winner of their match is moving on. Okay. Jay White is in second, I guess you could say, with six. Roosh is in third with three. Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe have already been eliminated. They have zero points each. So they're just doing this for... They're doing it to play spoiler, pretty much. Okay. Well, no, One of them will probably spoil. Wait, Jay Lethal... Jay Le- Jay Le- oh, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe are both out. Oh, yeah, I think you meant Jay, Jay White. I'm like, they're if both- you look at it in a real tournament format, winner of Moxley Swerve moves on. Okay. Loser needs, Jay- needs Briscoe to beat Jay White. Okay. Which yep. me thinks might happen. Okay. 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 Blue League. 
Uh, Andrade, El Idolo, and Brody King. Brody King and Brian Danielson all tied with at six. Then Eddie Kingston with three and Claudio Castagnoli with three and Daniel Garcia already eliminated with zero. Okay. That is where we currently stand. So it's a whole big thing, and they're going to get a new title, a new championship, right? Yes, and whoever wins in the end at year's end or world's end or dead man's chest. <laughs> it's the Caribbean joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yes, becomes the triple crown champion. Hmm. How many titles would that make, Fonz? So, in the women's division, we're going to go yep. there too. The women's world championship and the TBS championship, right? Right. Yeah. The tag team division, there's the world tag. Do you know who the AW tag team champions are? As it stands? Yes. I know who the trios champions are. Yeah, the, the Billy Gunn and the Acclaimed. That's the, so this is, this, you really, I did not know this. I'm so behind on AW. This is great. This is really. Is it FDR? No, they this they were the last champions. This team defeated them on episode of Collision. On an episode of Collision, when? Uh, October seventh, twenty twenty three. On October seventh, so they've been champions for two Six, months, sixty five days. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Charles. I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, <Wow. started> <laughs> yeah, really. I was alone at an airport terminal with Ricky Starks one time. That's the story you ever and you saw Powerhouse. That's yeah, power saw Powerhouse. How big was he? Uh, how big was he? Yeah, how big was Powerhouse Hobbs? Massive. And he <laughs> almost had to sit behind me in the back of the plane <laughs> before he went up and sat with Ricky. I'm sorry, that's my big AEW story because that's, that's still cool. really cool. That's but funny. uh yeah, Big Bill was not there yet. I forgot about that. Okay, so they've got uh, what do we got for the tag division? That's two. So we got four total, right? Okay. Now for the men's, we have the AW World Championship, MJF. We know that. The AW International Champion, Orange Cassidy. That's two. The AWTNT Championship, uh, <laughs> Christian Cage. Something, something uh, about your father. That's something. Yes. This, yeah. And then the FTW Championship. So there's eight titles. Does Hook still have that? No. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes, he does. Yes. He defeated Jack okay. Perry in FTS. So we add this title, and now we got nine total titles in AEW. And that's not counting Ring of Honor's belts, which is the Ring of Honor World Championship, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship, the Pure Rules Championship. There's the Television Championship. Is there is there a women's? There's yes, but is it even on the? I don't think it's defended on there. They don't usually use it, but it it is there. They have a champion and the trio, Willow Nightingale, and the trios. Ring of Honor has trios, right? Yeah, that's fifteen. Yeah, that's a lot for two companies, and I feel like they're not really fifteen. Three shows, 15 belts, three shows. None of the shows are Ring of Honor. Yeah. And 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 also, let's go to a fact here and go back to Winter is Coming. None of the belts are defended. The Ring of Honor belts? None oh, of, no, no, none of the belts, period. And Because next up after this, Roderick Strong versus Hangman Adam Page, which I have Adam Page winning, but it's going to be a good match. But like, and then you got Rio versus Ruby Soho. I got Ruby Soho winning there, but. But I do also. But like again, none of these are titles. The only thing we're doing is working for working towards adding a fifteenth title. And on top of that, look what they did with the international. It was called the international. No, what was it? it was called the All Atlantic Championship, All which was a better name in my opinion because it was like different than inter- international because like intercontinental. But like we hyped that up so much for a second belt, and now we don't use it. 
this right. is gonna be the same case here where they're gonna hype this is like their version of like making a u.s belt and an intercontinental belt this this has to be the case where they're gonna make two separate brands right i hope so but how long have we been saying that yeah because like what you and what are the two brands because they're building collision up so much and then you're gonna make yeah because i don't think they're talking about a rampage anymore now it's just collision it's collision and dynamite and yeah. then rampage is where they throw the extra stuff the rampage is like the main event now for them, like their right. version of it. So, like you're gonna have you're gonna have what MJF going, they're not gonna make a second world title unless they make this their world title. I don't know, like the world champions, they're gonna keep the one one tag team. I don't like it's they have to do that, right? Like make the all think I don't know. But, but the brands should be AEW and Ring of Honor. You're gonna have a woman's two women's belts so they can go to different shows now, you know. Like right. but the women's division is so thin. That's another thing. Because you know they're gonna want to add a women's tag division. They're gonna. They're gonna. I mean, I mean, it only makes sense, but gonna, you don't have enough people to even fill up your main awesome. title division, let alone the tag division. I'm all for it, but you have to right. have the group the roster. Yeah, which is something a little bit of a tricky situation, I would say. And right? when a company releases a bunch of people, you can't just sign the guys. Yeah, you have to have a purpose for it or something, right? Right. It's only a matter of time before they have a dress something. I don't know. I don't know. Winter's coming. It should be good, but like I don't know what the heck they're doing sometimes. I still question a lot of AW's decisions. I always look at the positive. You know, it's looking good. It's made WWE a hell of a lot better, so there's that, right? You know? So. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, that's actually a very good That's point. actually what I thought of. I was yeah. like, oh, Thunder. <laughs> oh, man, here. So what's up? CM Punk is Raw exclusive, right, Mike? Yes, yes, he is. Oh. Mike, your thoughts, because you're the punk guy here. He is officially, he wasn't going to go to SmackDown. He wasn't going to stay long time. No, it, ma it, it makes sense. I'm glad he went there for a little bit, come back, you know? Yeah. Because I don't remember him ever having a SmackDown run even back in the day, too. You know, he was mainly, I just, did. So, I was saying, I associated mainly with Raw, you know? When he yeah, went. no, no, no. So, punk, punk SmackDown run was the, we're going to put the world title on him because everybody hates him, not necessarily because we think he deserves it. Yeah. His SmackDown run was, Two really two storylines, both involving the straight edge society. It was Ray. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Ray and it was Jeff. Yeah, that's it. And that's pretty much his SmackDown run. He goes to Raw. That's when he becomes what we know as CM Punk today. Yeah. It only makes sense. Oh, the villain. Also, I think we're doing a. I don't know if we're doing a draft, but I think we're doing a trade at some point. Well, I think, yeah, you can't do a draft now, especially when you signed, like, Orton exclusively, Punk exclusively. So what does that mean? You're going to have a draft for half these superstars? You know? So it's like, I don't know what you do now. I think you kind of just, you kind of much pretty much have it in a case where, like, you have the roster somewhat that where you don't really need a draft. Not yet. Post-Mania, maybe a draft. That's the only time I've said a draft makes sense, you know? And and you maybe exclude Punk and Orton. You exclude you put it you put it in the case of like excluding anybody that has signed within the last six months. Yeah, like there's something something like, like Owens can't get moved. If if you were moved within the past calendar year, you can't get moved. Right. You can't get moved again. Yeah. You, like, you can only be moved once in the calendar year. Which honestly they should have done that with a superstar shakeup. You don't have to have a move every single year to say if you were moved in the last calendar year, you can't get moved again, you know? Right. So Except for the wild card, thank God. Listen, I trust Triple H knowing that this is going to be okay. It's yeah, be yeah. Cool. With the whole punk thing too, you know, a little bit of a thing, maybe a little, little, little him and a little Seth Rollins thing. Ash, which oh my god, what do you think about that? Huh? Oh, man. oh my god, I'm so hyped. For this also saw earlier today. Thank you, thank you, Triple H, so much. 
supposedly. Bless you, Papa H. Bless you, Papa H. <laughs> supposedly, okay? That segment didn't have a producer. That was them. That was just them. They let them go. Triple H is just like, have at it. This is great. This is well, because if there's anybody, any two guys on the entire Raw show that you're going to trust alone with microphones. That's the, that's the it's two. It's Rollins and Punk. Like, there's. I can't think of anybody else that I would be that I would feel more comfortable I mean, handing not, a mic to and go, just go. And well, not a wrestler, Paul Heyman. Well, of course, right. <laughs> well, actually, no, because I feel like you got to hold them back. Like, Paul, hold on. You got to hold on a second. You got to hold them down because it'll probably. What do you, okay, just give me a rough general idea of what you're going to say. Yeah, but no, if you had to somebody, we like, just go. Here's a mic. Go do whatever you want to do. Go, go do whatever. Yeah, I can't really think of anybody else to think that. That's the two I would go with. And I genuinely can't tell if Seth actually hates him or not. Yeah, I don't, I don't think either. he does because Seth doesn't seem the type. Yeah. But, I think they're going to really playing in the storyline really well, and it's like working. Like this is going to be a good match between Rollins and Punk, and I'm so excited for it too. Now I'll say this, and I'm not saying this because I'm a fan, because I'm just a fan. But I think, fan. um, Punk's got to win, right? Oh, for sure, he's got to win. He's got to win the Rumble and then face Rollins and win. Do you think Punk's winning the Rumble? I, it's got to be right. I don't know anybody. Like, is it? I'm gonna look at the confirmed 2024 Rumble because, like, I mean, you know, there's only one. There, there's only one confirmed right now that I can think of that would still win. That would win it otherwise. I look at the good old fashioned Wikipedia because I love the thing. It says confirmed entrance in the Rumble too. Right, announced competitors. It's just two, Co- Kobe Rhodes and CM. Kobe Rhodes. So I don't think you need Rhodes to win again. There's a case, but, for it, but I think with the way if Punk wasn't there, Rhodes was my second choice. Unless, here's my th- here's yeah. my thing. Well, my only thing. And it and it can be done. I just am curious to see how how you think you do it and how they'll do it. If he doesn't win the rumble, how do you get Cody on SmackDown to face Roman? Because that's got to be the answer. I mean, for me right now, for me right now, that's that's got to be the two nights main event. Cody is exclusive, right? At the moment, yeah. So, like, do you did that point? Do you do another? That's why trade? I think you're doing a trade. I think we're getting Cody trade. I think we're getting Cody once he loses the Rumble. I think we're getting Cody demanding a trade to SmackDown. What about? I mean, what if Cody wins and he and he to make it easier? Then he do you want to have him win again? Cody wins and he says, "I'm at because you could pick. You don't have to go to the said brand." No, think. at that point, at that point, he's picking. If Cody wins, he's picking Roman. That's what I'm saying. So do you do that and then have Punk lose the Rumble and then him? It's like I don't. Well, that's that's where you're at. It makes more sense for Punk to win the Rumble. Yeah, he's got because Cody's already won one. Yeah, and literally last year, literally last year, literally it was last year. Um, but that's got to be the the main events, right? Yeah, I would. It's got to be. It's got to be Cody beating Roman. But that's the thing. What about Rock? Because supposedly Rock Roman is their idea. I don't. What do you do? I don't think they're gonna. They can't. They're not gonna do that, right? Like I don't believe it right now. Well, if Rock, if it's Roman Rock, Roman wins. They're not going to put the belt. Triple H is not going to put the belt on Rock. And then Brock Lesnar comes back in. Is that what we're going to do? No, too? I heard what Brock Lesnar might be doing. What Goldberg? No, Goldberg was at the Falcons game. Well, back. it's going to feel like Goldberg. Oh no! Oh, don't do this. Tell to me. me, tell me, there, Fonz, in your knowledge of the history of Brock Lesnar. Man, I want name, to- name a title that Brock hasn't won. You think he's going to beat Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship? That's what the rumor is. No way. That actually... That's a good match, but I don't want him to win. 
Yeah, but he doesn't need a secondary belt. The thing, right. the thing with the, it's like because I don't think the Undertaker ever won the IC belt and the US belt. No, no, he. It's like him and Taker are the only two that well, really have only ever not won a mid card title. Did he? Well, do we count the Hardcore Championship? Well, was, I was gonna say the Hardcore, but not that was, really. That was a fun little run to Undertaker with the Hardcore Championship. That was yeah, the, the biker. Yeah, it but made like, sense. I mean, it made sense for the character. It made yeah, sense. And, and tag teams because. Yeah. Taker was a tag team champ with the Brothers of Destruction, but it was a little... I'm saying, like, that was back then. Not, like, current, like, not current, like, the later Taker years when he was, like... Not, the, not like, the legend Undertaker. Yeah. Not not the Phenom. Yeah, I don't... I would want to watch that, Gunther versus Brock. Like, because it goes, who's... I'd rather that not have a title on it. I'd rather yeah. that just be a match. You could, But you could have the title and have him beat Lesnar and retain it. Well, that's the thing, but supposedly the specific rumor is not that they're facing each other for the title at WrestleMania. It's that at WrestleMania, Brock is beating him for the title. That's the rumor. It's it's gone as far as Brock is winning, which that's the part I don't like. I love the idea of, of them facing each other for the title at Mania. Yeah. Only if Gunther wins. Uh, what if Brock stays? I mean, he's not going to stay. I don't know. That's uh, the thing. It's the workman's title, and you're giving it to a guy that is actively part-time. It's also December. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. Anything can happen. Anything literally can change. I think Brock's going to be in the Rumble. I don't think they're going to hesitate to put Brock in the Rumble. You have him, like, not win, but he's going to make, he's going to eliminate a lot. What if he, oh. I will say this. I will say this. I think we will know that that's what's happening if Brock's in the Rumble and he eliminates both Kaiser and and Vinci. It could happen. Oh, if he then we will know. Mike, if he eliminates Punk. If, this was fight Brock, if he eliminates Punk, I'll fight Brock Lesnar myself in Philadelphia. I, I heard, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> I challenge him to a WrestleMania match. But, like, oh, man, I'm really thinking about it now. If this was Triple H, if this was Vince running it, I would have said that. 100%. Triple H, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Triple H is smarter than that, I would think. I like to think. Unless that. there's a master plan for Grunther. Uh, maybe. Which at that point is it Money in the Bank? Remember when Brock joined the Money in the Bank ladder match? Yes, it was a good one. It was a good Money in the Bank ladder match. It was. It a, was. It was a very good Money in the Bank. It was a very it good. It was a Tom, It was like Tommy DeVito level. Money in the bank. Not a jersey yet. Thought about it. You thought about it. <laughs> we'll see if he's the starter next year. Who's the backup quarterback? By the way, this is really just a side tangent. Is Technically, it right now it's Tyrod. The Tyrod, is it, do they have Matt Barkley? I think I saw Matt Barkley. When yeah, I he's on the practice game. Oh, Jesus. Hey, I don't want with, to when Tyrod was out with the rib injury, Barkley was the backup. He was active. Man, I feel backup. Tyrod, man. Tyrod led up with Baker I Mayfield, know. Justin Herbert, Davis Mills, but that doesn't really count. It's Davis Mills. Uh, Josh Allen with the Bills, and now Tommy DeVito. Joe Flacco. Uh, well, he was drafted after Flacco, and they tried to put him at running back and wide receiver and do trick plays, and Joe Flacco's like, no, we're not doing this. And then they're like, all right, well, you're going to Buffalo. And then, okay, he's a pro bowler, so it's whatever. Yeah, all right. Raw talk. We're good. Now, yes. 10 count. This is fun. Close out the show with a 10 count. We're trying to think of some stuff, but Mike had a good idea. How about 10 or 10 town of the best shoot interviews? If you don't know what a shoot interview is, it's not a promo. It's not a scripted promo. It's like, like I talk on here. Mike has a podcast. Like I go on single squad and he asks me about my job and I rip apart my shoot. I give him my honest opinions and truth about like my job behind the scenes and whatever. If I like it, most of the time it's negative. You had some good stuff here, but like you hear the truth about it. It's like they're 
not in character. It's like they're legit, right. legit thing, right? I'd say that's pretty much for you regular non wrestling fans. Yeah, it's it like a, it, it will start a shoot is a shoot when it starts feeling like it starts as a promo mm -hmm. and then you feel something switch. Yeah, yes, that's it. That's it. We have part this, but ours. Mine, I have a lot of specific ones. There's some that are general because I put also yeah. the people that you shoot up, uh, the shoot, that uh, they shoot on here too. Not the other way. I did that almost. That kid, that came really weird. By the way, when I said that weird. But anyway, Mike, you sort of number ten of the best shoots or shoot interviewers or just shoots in wrestling in general. Shoot, shoots, shoots, shoots. Uh, my number ten is the uh, I believe it was last year, John Cena for Roman Reigns. Ooh. The uh you've been protected. The recent one with the tribal chief one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good I didn't even put that. I have a John Cena one, but it's a different type of it's a, okay. I think you know which one I'm gonna go with, probably. I think I it's think like so. similar lines, but similar to it. That's a good one. My number 10, I've been the archives. I went a lot of research on here and I'm like, I forgot about this. This one was really funny. It's the honky tonk man shooting on Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Oh yeah! Have you ever read about it? Like he called him Bret Hart a one-dimensional wrestler, and Shawn Michaels like very hard for losing his smile and kind of mocked him for it too. The honky tonk man, the honky tonky man, the honky tonky man. Honestly, the name honky tonk man it just makes it better for me. The long well at the time, the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion, which is how that record was here for a long time. But go back and watch that shoot interview. It's actually like it's just funny because again, it's the honky tonk man. So that's my number that's ten. Great. Nice. Uh, that's a good choice. Uh, my number nine, it did not occur in a promo or interview or anything like that. It was simply a moment, but it was a great shoot moment. Stupid. That's on that's, that's Randy Orton. Yeah, because yeah. that, that, that was like a legit. That's that also might make an appearance on because I don't know if that technically counts as a shoot, but I think no, I count it. That's kind of like the reasoning behind like why like Kofi's push got got nicks completely yeah. though. So yep. hey, my number nine, because this is the first of three where it's just the wrestler in general. The Iron Sheik talking about all types of wrestlers in general. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, I see you told me that you were going with some specific wrestlers. I see now along the lines of we're going and yeah, it's good yeah, well that's the first of three, by the way. But yeah, Iron Sheik when he was on his on his Twitter was called X now. There's any shooting of a wrestler, it you just know the Iron Sheik was just kind of what's was gonna cook up with some stuff too. So the Iron Sheik is my number nine. Iron Sheik in general. I would, and if you wanted to get a little more specific about it, I would say the Iron Sheik talking about Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the Hulk Hogan was the main. <laughs> I think I'm like, no, like that's just that's just no. It's like too yeah. easy. Like too easy. This also, uh, I had forgotten he passed away until the other day. Yeah, rest in peace to the Iron Sheik. Uh, yeah, I, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I miss his tweets. <laughs> like I generally do. Miss I know, I know. It's so he's funny. Uh, number eight. We're number eight now. Number eight. Uh, Paul Heyman's My Legacy oh, to that Vince. One. That's a good one. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even, I wow, that's a good. I should, I might change it up, but that's a that's a really good one. For, uh, what was that? How long ago was that? That was like 2000, somewhere like 2002 to 2004. Yeah, uh, 2000, yeah, when he was SmackDown GM at the time, right? Or like early parts of when he was, yes, on, yes. I know, he, I know it was during the, I think he had just become on screen GM slash uh, the head writer. Yeah, behind the scenes head writer of SmackDown. That's which, by the way, if you've never heard his story about when he was head writer of SmackDown and why he got fired. Go look it up; it's very funny. Yeah. Would Eddie's? Uh, eh, I didn't think of that. 
I put it on. You put mm-hmm. it on there? I didn't even, honestly, there's a lot now that I forgot about. because We I, shall see, Brian. We shall see. When I thought about shoot interviews, I thought about legit, like, outside of the ring, except the two that yeah. I mentioned here. But, like, a lot of them I just did, like, podcasts or interviews or whatever. So. Yeah, yeah. I went more of the prom. I, I I went more of the promo side. You went more of the interview side. Two of them I I put like legit because I'm like yeah this has yeah. got to be like shoot stuff. Uh, my number eight it's an interview. Uh, John Moxley his first appearance outside of WWE on Talk Is Jericho. Yeah, yep, 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 that yep, was yep. the first time I like I got into wrestling. Not like off the outside of Talk Is Jericho. Like that was the one like I listened from like start to finish. And in, in the car too, I was like driving somewhere and I'm like. Like this is like good. like I learned a lot. I never really heard Moxley talk a lot, like like his stuff. And hearing the story behind the scenes, I'm like, this is like, I'm like, yep, he's never coming back. Until you know, well, number one, we'll get to, you know, spoiler, alert, maybe might come back. I don't know, but like at that point, that was the first time. I'm like, oh shoot, like this both companies. But yeah, number eight for me is Dean Ambrose on Talk Is Jericho. Nice, you, nice. Is that one? Uh, not the whole, I never got through the whole thing, but I, I saw the, the clips of it. I think he literally, like, he showed up to Jericho's house. They had the mics they just recorded. Like, it wasn't like yeah. a setup or anything. They just like. I remember Jericho saying that, that yeah. that was one of the ones, he's had a, f- a handful of them where he specifically, like, they just, he already, already set up and they just went. Yeah, that's what that they, one of them. Jericho says, he goes, yeah, like, Moxie, Mox came over, we had the microphones and we recorded, like, no setup or anything. So this is, he's like, this is the raw, uncut, hour and a half of him just talking about the company. I was like, and it was it was really good. So definitely check that one out if you have. That's my number eight. Yeah. Okay. So number seven. Yes. My number seven returns to the same man that my number eight was on. Paul Heyman mm. at ECW One Night Stand 2005. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> the only reason you were WWE champion for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. I might. You know what? That was a really good one, and I. You know what it is again? It was a tough that I forgot to put the in ring stuff to, except the two that I'm going to mention. But that would I would take one of these out and put that in there for me because that was a really really good one. It was a good promo. Oh my god, the triple they talk about edge and everything too. It was great. It comes through the yeah. rope and like goes up there. Couldn't work Tuesday. It was the crowd yeah. was loving doing it. The- yeah, the crowd was just loving it. Yeah. My number seven because I was a big Kofi fan. I put Randy Orton stupid on there. Like okay, yep. Yeah, yeah. That was the first, I did a lot of interviews, but that was the one where I was like, yeah, because I was a big Kofi fan, you know, and I was like, that kind of like yeah. killed him. I'm like, what could have been if Kofi didn't like, it wasn't even his fault, like to be honest, like thinking about it, I think Randy was just such a perfectionist with that. Also was bald Randy Orton, so we know bald Randy Orton was uh, literally like a, another level. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number he's, six, well, yes, yes. He's on eight on the stove at all times. Yes. No matter what. Very easy to turn them on high. Yeah, no matter what. Uh, number <laughs> six for you. Number six for me. So I went way back to before you and I were alive, but this is a very impactful one for the history of wrestling. Uh, Dusty Rhodes Hard Times promo. Okay. Don't know if you've ever listened to the full thing. I listened to the full thing. I've seen clips of it it's, here. I got a. The whole uh, thing is. is, is Dusty had some really great promos back yeah. in the day and, and shooting yeah. and everything too. He was really good on the mic. He really yeah. was. That was a really yeah. good one. My number six, it's the John Cena one, but it's not the one you mentioned. It was back in actually 2017. I okay. believe it was around this time. I don't know when they fought or I could get the years mixed up. Kurt Angle was GM. I could get this all wrong, but I just remember saying, I'm here because you can't do your job. And I think that mm. was, I don't, was it 2017 or 18? Cena was back. Kurt was GM. Oh, yeah, one of the, one of the, those you know years, what I'm yeah. talking about. They had a match. Yeah. Was it around yeah. Mercy? I believe it was. I think it was no mercy. I think so. 
but he was just the main thing was I'm only here because you can't do your job as being like the top guy in the right. company. And I was like, that's when the crowd was like, oh, like, like oh. I, yeah. I gotta see, I gotta look at the No Mercy 2017 card. I, I think it was Roman Cena was on that show. Yeah. I don't remember exactly when it was, but I just remember that exact. Yeah, Roman Reigns defeated John Cena by pinfalls. It was the, actually the longest match on the night, 23 minutes. <laughs> so, of course, right? Of course. Uh, we are number. I wanted. To, I just want to look at a. I'm trying to look yeah. at behind the scenes thing and what it was too. To, uh, I can't find it. I can't find the reasoning about what the exact thing was. Uh, yeah, that, that's. Yeah, uh, after he did work shoot argument about Reigns being the new John Cena and the two respecting each other, uh, then it came to like Reigns and Cena versus Collins and Luke Gallows. Reigns confronted Cena, who had just defeated Jason Jordan. God, this is a weird time. Who oh, wondered, God. And wondered why a rookie gave the 16-time world champion a hard time. Uh, Reigns tried to go Cena into a fight. Cena refused, and Reigns left, claiming Cena did not back up his own words. Uh, Cena confronted Reigns, saying that uh, Reigns had a hard time defeating Jordan. Uh, Reigns insulted Cena for being absent and compared him to The Rock. And then, and basically said Cena criticized him for leaving uh, for Hollywood like The Rock did years ago. So it's like kind of like a whole type of thing like that. It was like a heated like yeah. thing too. So that's on there. I'm only here because you can't do your job. Woo! Right. Number five. Right. So that so your your Cena to Reigns is is the first one. Mine's the second. Yeah, that's one. the one where I. Mine's the, yeah. All I need is one. Yeah. Which two? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a good yeah. one. Though. Both. Yeah. No, I I, I love I I love like. And I think that helped Roman a lot. Yeah, oh, all that, that did. I think we can make two separate lists on shoots in the ring and shoots and interviews, too. Yes, for sure. And maybe one specific top 10 for a wrestle. And then I'll mention number two later on. But uh, number five for you. Number five for me is uh, Miz and Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack. Oh, son of a... Oh, that was a good one, too. Damn it. And Miz has confirmed recently that was real. Ah, oh, damn it. He said, we worked together for so long, we knew how to get under each other's skin. That's a so good I said the things that would anger him, and he said the things that would anger me. That, was a good, that should have been on my list, because I forgot about it. Now that you mentioned so, it, like, that's in the... Damn, Mike, see, this is why I have you on here. Because you Miz, remember... call, Miz calling Brian a quitter? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a bit like because Miz wasn't on the card, because he was the IC champion at the time. I, right. remember, I remember that, and he did. A, he talked about it, too, like... A lot like the when the WWE did like the network like photos when they showed the photo of him on Talking Smack and he said yeah. like I was mad that night because I wasn't on the card and something triggered me when he said quitter like it just he's just like I just like that just changed how I felt I'm like yeah that's a good yeah my number five is yeah. uh, Scott Steiner in general but also yeah we talked about Stephanie McMahon oh god yeah so but like in general Scott Steiner I would say yeah no no it's it's, it's a safe bet also the Samoa Joe moment he just goes. He's fat. He's fat. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like oh, I mean, well, sorry, Scott, that we all can't take steroids and have pec implants like you. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Fine. You and I both know that by the time he gets to TNA, it looks like he just had softballs surgically placed into his biceps. Remember when he faced Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship? Yes. It's a weird time in wrestling. He was in the poster for No Way Out 2003. And then yep. just completely fell off after that. Too. Yep. Remember, he was in the 2004 Royal Rumble. And he got eliminated during Kane's entrance, and they didn't talk about it. And then he got released like right after. That was the whole yep. thing. Until, um, yeah. And then and he got a he got a good pop for his music. Yeah. But like just, at the Rumble. Yeah. It's just just good old, just bye. See you later. Bye. We don't Number need you. four for you. Number four for me. Austin three sixteen. 
I kind of thought that was like a promo, but like he kind of worked in a shoot. I thought it was like more of a promo type of thing, but that was also a good one too. I didn't even yeah, because uh, the pro the shoot part of it was that he came up with that on the spot because Jake was a Bible thumper at that point. Yeah, he, had, he was born again, and so no, it's and he good. was like. Yeah, I gotta look into because, like, my, again, mine are more like with interviews and whatever. Because that case is with my yeah. number four. My number four is Dean Ambrose on Stone Cold's podcast. Do you remember that one? Do you see where yeah. my list was going? Like those two, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Liars, but you see, like those those other ones, like that. That was I never felt more uncomfortable watching something. Yep, I never yet, and I sometimes I will in a movie, but I know like it's it's like fake or like it's like it's just a show, like whatever. Even in sports, I don't feel like that. Like watching games or something awkward happens. Like this was the first and only time I remember I just was like, oh, like I don't know, like what to, I don't, I right. don't know what to do with my hands. Like it was very like he just was not into it. He didn't want to be there. And then when he talked, he just called like he's like talk Brock Lesnar wasn't a worker, so he never got an opportunity. Like it was just like awkward interview. That's why, mm-hmm. but it's still memorable to me. That caused Stone Cold's podcast to be canceled on WWE Network. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was it. And Heyman, in a independent, in like an interview, he confirmed that that's dead. That, that was real. Yeah, like that. That wasn't a part of the storyline. He was just being jerk. He's just being Moxley. He didn't think Moxley gonna be on Stone Cold's. All right. Mm. Do you know what to talk about? I don't know. You mm. sure? Yeah. All right. That, that's you gonna an- answer. The, you gonna answer the questions? Maybe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. That's you gotta if you. You got to watch it, even though you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You got to go back and watch it. Uh, yeah. You're on number three, right? Yep. Yeah. Number three. Here it is, Brian. Eddie Guerrero's addiction promo. That's a good one too. And I thought that was part of his storyline. Like not so, but like I thought he was like, thought I was like, went back. I didn't know it was a shoot. That's yeah, cool. and it turns out it really was to, based on what we end up learning about Eddie's life. And no, no, I knew that part. But I'm saying I didn't. I thought he was already gonna like knew that he was gonna mention that at the point. I know it was like a shoot, like off the cuff, like yeah. what I'm gonna talk about. So that's what I think. Yeah, no, suppose no, supposedly he just let he let loose on Brock. That's an underrated feud, Brock versus Eddie. Yes, underrated, and that was right before No Way Out. Right, yeah. right before Eddie wins the title. That was such a good moment, man. That really was. I rewatched it today when I was putting my list together, and I'm like, Yeah, oh my god. Dynamite is going to run an extra 10 minutes, by the way, huh? Ooh, good. good job. What are they going to do? Another title? I got another special. Was that, was that Tony Khan's special announcement? Probably. It was probably that special announcement, yeah, that we didn't pay attention to. It was that there was a new title. Uh, My number three? Yeah. This one, because I never heard about it. I went back and, and, like, listened to it and whatever, and, like, it was actually, this is more of, like, an entertaining one. It's funny. When X-Pac does shoot interviews, they're actually, like, positive stuff. I'll talk about this. Yeah whatever too and this one is actually memorable because we never knew about the plane ride from hell, or the plane journey from hell the plane ride from hell yeah x-pac gives details of what actually happened with everything and then like in like a funny story like you know uh brock lesnar fighting uh was it mr perfect and all yeah. and the emergency exit almost opened up in the air uh fighting in the background vince pranking kurt angle and everything too like giving like not like bad deal, but like kind of giving like sort of like, yeah, this is actually like what happened. He wasn't like ripping anybody apart. Yeah, like this happened X, Y, Z. And I'm like, this is like, it was one of those shoot interviews where it's like, oh, like, I'm glad everybody's okay. And it was actually like an entertaining story. So that's like a good, that's a good shoot. I think it's very memorable because we don't know the, a lot of details. We know Ric Flair, like kind of maybe kind of exaggerated, but apparently according to Xbox, Xbox, it was <laughs> according to the Xbox, according to Xbox, though, the, the Ric Flair like flashing out of his robe, that was real. <laughs> I'm like, I thought Rick, I'm like, I think Rick might be exaggerating a little bit. And Xbox goes, no, that was a real, th- that was a uh, real thing. He, he did that. The emergency exit almost opening up. 
from from perfect and Brock Mr. Perfect and Brock Lesnar fighting. That was a uh, that was a real thing. And they almost opened. Can you imagine? Oh my god, I can't even imagine like if that like actually like the plane ride from hell. So or the plane journey or something like that. But like that's on my number three. I'd be I'd be sitting there like get me out of here. <laughs> if I back if I won the plane, I see them on there. I'd be like, no, I'm like nope. I'm good. I see Rick Flair in his role. I go, no, no, nope. not doing this. <laughs> I'll catch the, I'll catch the red eye. This is a good one, Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, that is good. That's a good one, Mosh Triple H. That's a good one. Didn't even think of that. Uh, number two for you, Mike. Number two, possibly one of the most emotional shoot promos you'll ever see. For those that haven't seen it or haven't seen it in a while, go back and watch it. Dolph Ziggler's "Love You Back." He loves something so much, and it doesn't love you back. Oh, was that? I forget who that was against. Or who he was. was the Miz 2016? It yeah. might have been. Yeah. That was a good run, too. That was a good 2016 SmackDown, Mike. I know. Oh, so that's just part of it. That was really, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Not that it should have been me. That was a weird, that was a weird promo. <laughs> it should have been me. It should have yeah. been you. I also should have made my list. Anything Kevin Owens should have been you. It should have been me. Yeah, it was. It was you for a little bit. Now it's not so good. Over. Over it. <laughs> I think Kevin Owens is actually really. I'm surprised we haven't had a Kevin Owens thing on here yet. I know. <laughs> Um, my number two, Mike. Anything with Jim Cornette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Could I? This is the one. Like the other ones, you could say Honky Tonk Mel, like Iron Sheik, but Hulk Hogan, uh, Scott Steiner, but Stephanie McMahon. Jim Cornette's just like literally anything with Jim anything, Cornette. any anything, especially ECW. Well, ECW and Vince Russo. Oh my God! Yeah, anything. Oh, they they like generally do not like each other no they just like they really like it's just like they do not like it anybody anything jim Cornette. do i take his stuff seriously no but i also just get a good laugh out of it because he's just like old man yells at clouds type of thing you know yeah it's just funny it's dumb it's 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 anything and with the accent it's just jim Cornette. anything jim Cornette is the best shoots for me i went back down to louisville The Dark Side of the Ring, anything. When you watch Dark Side of the Ring and you see Jim Cornette pop up, you go like, "Yeah, it's gonna be a really good episode." You go, "It's yeah. gonna be it's like you, it's gonna Ooh, be." What does he say? Like, <laughs> an excellent episode, Mike. I can kind of guess what your number one. Also, by the way, Old Bay. That's your shirt, Old Bay. That's really nice, by the way. I just yes. saw it. That's really okay. cool. Um, a, you can't see it on the back. There's like a smoke crab. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, I like it. Uh, but I know where your number one is, and it's my number one as well too. You could say because I know what it is. Well, you could say it's pretty it's pretty explosive yeah yes of course it's the cm punk pipe bomb yeah that that was that was on my time i almost almost put cm punk with cole cabana's podcast i was gonna say i thought i when you went more the interview route i was thinking maybe that's the punk one you'd go with but i figured it was a punk this one i put because it was because i feel like it was kind of the same i put pipe bomb slash cole cabana because i yeah all work together the pipe bomb was pretty much what he's from what, he said, what he ended up saying on right. It was a regurgitated, but more in depth of the pipe bomb thing. Right, you know, right. so that's why I kind of was like, it's it's. I said I have CM Punk pipe bomb slash Cole Cabana's podcast. Cole Cabana, yeah. So like it's kind of under one thing too. So yeah. look at that. that we I knew. Mean, I mean, it's possibly one of the best promos ever. The best the pipe promo, bomb one. Um, best promo, best thing, and ever. it's best shoot, and it's the best shoot. It I I guarantee. I will die on the hill of it's the best shoot interview. The Cole yeah. Cabana one yeah. is the best shoot interview ever. It got a because lot of wrestling podcasts, to be honest with you, I think. 
And it's the most real I've ever heard a wrestler be about what actually happens within a company. Yeah. And the grievances that they that they have that in subsequent years we found out a lot of people have. Yeah, it was a really good one. So yeah. So that's our list, by the way, of the top ten best shoot interviews, by the way. And did you do that? Mike, this is a good episode, I would say. It was pretty good. Do you think we did good today? Yeah, yeah I think I think we did good. All right. Well, Mike. I'm a fan. I'm a as, fan. I'm a fan of the show. Uh, Mike, as per usual. Do you have anything to say to the people before we close out of the show? I do, actually. Uh, thank you, everyone, for watching or listening wherever and whenever you may be. We appreciate your love and support We because we are the fans that do this for you, the fans. So your love and support is greatly appreciated by us because we couldn't do this without you. And if you like what we do, check out some of the other stuff we do. Fonz has a slick back kickback report as well as Fonz Talks jerseys. Phenomenal content over there. He does a great job. Always love seeing his clips, his episodes, all that. Thank great. you. Bert, who may not be here, but I will still plug his stuff because it's great. Grubert Supreme on YouTube. He has a bunch of short films and compilations and stuff on there that he's put together. He's a brilliant filmmaker. He's going to make some great. I think he could make some great movies someday. I think he's going to. He's fantastic, including the short film on there where Fonz, our very own Fonz, has magic powers. Supposedly, there is something happening when the three of us are able to get together. That involves wrestling with Fonz and I. I'm very excited for that. And it'll probably be within the new year, which is going to be really good. I'm looking forward yes, to that'll it. that'll be really fun. And, of course, we if do. you find that you like me. Uh, we do. Which you have shown that you do, and I really appreciate that. Check me out on Cinco Squad. We got some great stuff coming down the pipe going into the new year. We got a new episode coming out this week. Talking all kinds of sports, doing all kinds of content. Just covered, John, just covered the Orange Bowl Classic for basketball. This past weekend, clips of it on uh, TikTok, by the way. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, our familiar foe, Fonz, for us from Bonaventure, Richmond, was there. Uh, still has the same head coach, Chris Mooney. What? Yeah, no, Chris Mooney's still at Richmond. Spiders. The Spiders, yeah. Very underrated team. Um, yeah. So go check out our content from that. All the stuff we've been putting out, and uh, appreciate all your love and support again, Fonz. What do you got? Well. Mike already said, check out Slickback Kickback, uh, where we get your podcast and all TikTok and all that stuff, too. Fonts Talker, I just did my first round of grades from the City Connect jerseys. The first installment from 2021. Remember those, Mike? Yep. The Dodgers one, Los Dodgers, the Chicago White Sox ones are beautiful. Those white, those mm. Southside ones is my favorite. Yeah. Ones. Uh, so I'm going to do, in a couple weeks, I'm going to do the 2022 ones. Then 20, I'm going to do that, like 2021, those cool. grades. The 2022 ones, they still hold up. Last cool. year's ones, and then what's going to be in 2024, we confirmed, by the way, side note. The Cardinals are getting one. The Phillies are getting one, and the Mets are getting their City Connect uniforms. Okay. So the only ones that are remaining that don't have one yet are the Athletics, which I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, the Yankees. I'm nervous. The Tigers. What do you say, Mike? I would say I'm 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 nervous. That moves make me nervous because those are three organizations with very classic jerseys. And like yeah, and like it's like weird because like um they don't do anything else. I'm gonna double check. Right. Just again, I'm weird with jerseys. So yeah, it's confirmed. Yankees don't Yankees don't have one, right? The Mets, Phillies, and Cardinals are confirmed for 2024. No, uh, they're going to be debuting. Here's the only ones that are remaining: Athletics, the Blue mm-hmm. Jays, mm-hmm. Guardians, the Rays, Tigers, Twins, Yankees. The only teams left. Of and those, they, I think say, the Tigers and you say the Tigers and Yankees. The Yankees won't do it. I think their their goal uh, for Nike. Reason- they want to have a, I'm, I'm not frozen now. I can hear you now, but I'm saying like they were saying, no, no, I can all, hear you good, you're good. they're saying they're going to do all 30 teams eventually going to do it. So I don't know yet, but they're doing it in increments. So right now it's just those three announced. They're probably going to put three more and then maybe 2025 they'll do more too. But you're right. Probably the Yankees and 
Tigers aren't because they're very traditional with their uniforms. I can't think of anybody other teams. The Rays will probably do a good one. I have no idea. But when it gets to Fonz Talks jerseys, we'll get to that too. I think we're frozen now, Mike. I don't know if you can hear me or if I can hear Mike or whatever too. Oh, look. Shout out to Charles. Thank you for subscribing to my YouTube channel. I appreciate hey. it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Charles, for the support here, too. Check out everything else with that. Check out Mike's stuff, too. Some excellent stuff here. Mike, I think it's time. I think Vince is telling us to hang up the show because we're we're, uh, we're freezing here a little bit towards the end. We had a good run, by the way. So, Mike, if you can hear me, just let you know that I'm sorry. We're too sweet on out of here. I think we're going to wrap it up. If you can hear me. Mike, can you hear me? Can you hear me? This is a good way to end the show. Clip it. Too sweet it. Get on out of here. Too sweet it. Yep. All right, we're gonna out of here. Uh, <laughs> listen, this is how it works. Love you guys. We'll see you all Never. next week. Woo!